So have you ever heard of a false flag operation? I'm sure I know a lot of folks out there have at least heard the term false flag. And what what a false flag is, is when a particular group, most notably involved in some government agency or some deep state government, the true government, what they do is they create a situation, blame it on their enemies, to produce the outcome within society where they are palatable to going to war or taking your guns or things of that nature. So a false flag is you know, committing an egregious act and blaming it on somebody else to reach the outcome that you want to reach. Now, all these school, school shootings, I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, if there was a school shooting or shooting at all, I mean, it was big news anywhere nationally. I mean, it's like, it was very rare. We weren't going around blowing the hell out of schools and malls and theaters. It didn't happen. There was just your typical murders every now and then, you know, from a estranged lover or some crap like that, a bank robber. And today, all these school shootings, these mass shootings in theaters and schools and nightclubs, we didn't have that stuff. And if you examine all the people, first of all, they are all liberals. They're all liberals. The news salivates at the hope that it would be a great white conservative one day that committed one of these egregious acts. But every time they dig, and they won't tell you, once they find out, oh, it's not a crazy white conservative man. And if you look at all the kids, the teenagers, the young people that are involved in these heinous acts, they all have one thing in common. And the one thing in common is not that they all had a gun or that they all got a gun illegally. The one fact that they all have in common is they were all under psychiatric care and on psychotropic drugs, SSRIs. The Klebolds, Columbine High School shooting, Littleton, Colorado, killed 12 students, one teacher, and wounded 23 before they killed themselves. And the Klebolds' medical records have never been made available, and they're not going to be, because people started getting wise. And so now, they don't allow those to be released. But there's many that have been released. And they just don't realize that someone out there is going to just start digging and looking for things they all have in common with each other. Jeff Wace, eight, age 16, had been prescribed 60 milligrams a day of Prozac. 
That's three times the average starting dose for an adult. He shot his grandfather, his grandfather's girlfriend, and many fellow students at Red Lake, Minnesota. And then he shot himself. So there was 10 dead, 12 wounded. Corey Badsegard, age 16, Waluk, Washington State High School, was on Paxil, which caused him to have hallucinations. And he took a rifle to his high school and held 23 classmates hostage. Yet, he has no memory of the event. Chris Fetters, age 13, killed his favorite aunt while taking Prozac. And he held 23 classmates hostage at his school. Has no memory of the event. Christopher Pittman, age 12, murdered both his grandparents while taking Zoloft. Matthew Miller, age 13, hung himself in his bedroom closet after taking Zoloft for six days. Kim, or I should say Kip Kinkle, age 15, he's on Prozac and Ritalin, shot his parents while they slept, and then he went to school and opened fire, killing two classmates and injuring 22 shortly after beginning Prozac treatment. Luke Woodman, age 16, on Prozac, killed his mother and then killed two students and wounded six others. A boy in Poncatello, Idaho, Zoloft, in 1998, he had a Zoloft-induced seizure that caused an armed standoff at his school. Andrew Golden, he was 11 years old, on Ritalin. Mitchell Johnson, age 14, on Ritalin. They shot 15 people, killing four students and one teacher, and they wounded 10 others. T.J. Solomon, age 15, on Ritalin. High school student in Conyers, Georgia, opened fire on and wounded six of his classmates. Rod Matthews, age 14, Ritalin, beat a classmate to death with a bat. James Wilson, age 19, he was on various psychiatric drugs. He was from Burnwood, South Carolina. He took a 22 caliber revolver into an elementary school, killing two young girls and wounding seven other children and two teachers. Elizabeth Bush, age 13, was on Paxil. She was responsible for a school shooting in Pennsylvania. Neil Furrow, Prozac, in L.A. Jewish school. Shooting reported to have been court-ordered to be on Prozac, along with several other medications. Kevin Ryder, age 14, was withdrawing from Prozac when he died from a gunshot wound to his head. Initially, it was ruled suicide. But two years later, the investigation into his death was opened in a, as a possible homicide. The prime suspect, also age 14, had been taking Zoloft and other SSRIs 
Alex Kim, age 13, hung himself shortly after his Lexapro prescription had been doubled. Diane Ruthier, prescribed Wellbutin for gallstone problems six days later after suffering many adverse effects of the drug. She shot herself. Kara J. Ann Fuller Otter, age 12, was on Paxil when she hung herself from a hook in her closet. Kara's parents said the damn doctor wouldn't take her off the stuff and asked him to when they went in on the second visit. I told him I thought she was having some sort of reaction to Paxil and they refused to take her off which I'm sorry if the doctor tells me no I'm taking my kid off I don't need permission from the doctor but see then the doctor will call child services and child services will get the order from the government keep them on it it's a matter of national security okay We'll keep him on it. Uncle Sam says to keep him on it. Okay, we'll keep him on it. And he's dead. She's dead. They're dead. But they have a record of side effects and what it does. And under the psychiatric care, while on the drugs, the psychiatrists and the mind control experts you know, in the CIA, they will repeat a certain phrase or a certain command over and over and over in their sleep and during sensory deprivation and all kinds of things. So they embed it in this person's mind. They hypnotize them. And they can even have them, when they come out of it, they have no idea why they did what they did or recall doing it. They have perfected this. Gareth Christian, Vancouver, age 18, was on Paxil when he committed suicide in 2002. Gareth's father could not accept his son's death and he killed himself. Julie Woodward, age 17, was on Zoloft when she hung herself in her family's garage. Matthew Miller was 13 when he saw a psychiatrist because he was having difficulty at school. God forbid we give him a tutor. We'll give him drugs. The psychiatrist gave him samples of Zoloft. Seven days later, his mother found him dead hanging from his belt. Maddie Sari, a 22-year-old culinary student, shot and killed nine students and a teacher and wounded another student before killing himself. He was taking an SSRI and a benzodiazepine. Stephen Kamerchik, age 27, shot and killed five people and wounded 21 others before killing himself in a Northern Illinois University auditorium. According to his girlfriend, he had been recently taking Prozac, Xanax, and Ambien 
and toxicology results showed that he still had a trace, had trace amounts of Xanax in his system. Finnish gunman Pekka Eric Ovinen, age 18, had been taking antidepressants before he killed eight people and wounded a dozen more at Jockel High School. So it wasn't, it's just not going on in America. A boy from Houston, age 10, shot and killed his father after his Prozac dosage was increased. Hamad Memon, age 15, shot and killed a fellow middle school student. He'd been a, uh, diagnosed with ADHD and depression and was taking Zoloft and other drugs for the conditions. And it just goes on and on. You want to know what drugs Jared Lee Hoffner was on, age 21, killed six people and injured 14 others in Tucson, Arizona. We don't know what drugs he was on. They won't release the information, his medical records. What drugs were James Egan Holmes on, age 24, killed 12 people, injuring 59 others in Aurora, Colorado? We don't know. They won't tell us. What drugs was Jacob Tyler Robertson, age 22, killed two, injured one, in Clacamas, Oregon. We don't know. They won't let us know. And what drugs was Adam Peter Lanza on? Age 20. He killed 26 and wounded two in Newtown, Connecticut. We don't know. They won't tell us. But you can be damn sure they were all on psychotropic drugs. And God only knows how many of these incidents were false flag operations. These people, they talk about hearing voices in their head, giving them orders to do things. And that's another actual mind-controlled ability. Now, you say, oh, that's just craziness. Well, during a Freedom of Information Act request, they accidentally released documents on EMPs, which are electromagnetic pulses, and their effects on the human body and the mind, I should say. The first unclassified successful transmission of a human voice directly into the skull of a living person was performed by Joseph C. Sharp of the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research in 1974. So they can make you hear voices in your head. There's a document showing mass and individual remote control, uh, remote mind control 
via mobile phone network and mobile phones. Individual remote mind control via mobile psychotronic weapon carriers disguised as communication vehicles. Individual remote mind control via transportable psychotronic weapons. They got the diagram of a building across the street from your building, and they're in there with their little psychotropic transportable weapon, beaming it at you in the next building. That's great, ain't it? It's like Star Wars, huh? Or, uh, what's his name there? Oh, individual and group remote mind control via black helicopter carrying psychotropic weapons. So basically, we don't know. There's no way of knowing if they're doing it, when they're doing it, or any ability to stop them from doing it or avoid it being done because you have no idea it's being done. We've created the technology to lead to our own destruction. Emission of wave propagation electronic signal to make communication to identify any object emitting frequency. Human bodies emit very low electronic signals as temperature and heat. Brainwave, delta, theta, alpha, beta, and gamma, etc. And they know that they can manipulate your mind and make you hear things and you think you're going crazy. And they're doing it. The 5G technology that's coming up now is very important to the development of the artificial intelligence. And presently, the United States is basically in a race with China because the person who perfects it and develops it first basically is going to rule the world and control everyone. It sounds crazy. Sounds far-fetched, but I got the documents, and the documents are out there for you to get. You basically got to turn off their control box. Learn to think for yourself. Learn how to research and peel things away and discover who they are what they're up to, and what their intention is for us. Because we are well on the path. And if they get back in control after 2020, they'll just pick up where they left off. But eventually they know they're going to be in control again, and they'll pick up where they left off. Take heed. They're not looking out for us. They're using us. They've got big plans for us. Are you going to allow them 
to make you part of the plan? Or are you going to turn your mind off? Kick back and float downstream. Take away their control. Find the truth. Expose the truth. Because time is running out.